Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Thank you, Katie. Indeed. This is Indeed, the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. We do. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer and apparently Leah Remini has a new project she's working on. She certainly does. She's going after, well, let me put it this way. She's going to focus on the Jehovah's Witnesses. Interesting. Hmm. Okay, so now remember her first, uh, well, her first foray into unscripted television was, of course... Uh, oh, shoot. Uh, Scientology, Scientology and the, the aftermath. aftermath. I almost right? called it going clear. That was Scientology not and the aftermath. That's uh-huh. her Emmy winning uh, scripted, unscripted series, which, by the way, is now in season three. Um, she's going to produce a special for Annie that's going to air during the break following season three of Leah Remini. And this particular unscripted special series is going to focus on. Dun, da, 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 the Jehovah's Witness. Now, you may ask yourself, what is? why is she is she a former Jehovah's Witness? Because, of course, she was a former Scientologist, right, which is what led, yeah, which led her to question all sorts of things going on within the church. Well, you know, apparently, um, I'm just going to say this because I'm sure there are people listening who are Jehovah's Witness, but apparently there are some accusations against uh, the organization of the Jehovah's Witness mm-hmm. that she feels need to be shared with people. Um, and frankly, that um, that is a hot thing right now, right? To uncover all the cults. And I'm not saying Jehovah's Witnesses are a cult, but anything where people are perhaps being urged to do things um, outside of their own control. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, this is... This is interesting, and you know, of course, like I want to tread lightly on it. I guess. Just, well, we just don't yeah, know, so we have to wait thing. for Leah Remini. But I assume that if Leah Remini, who has done such a great job and has won awards mm-hmm. for a series on Scientology, uh, she's going to apply the same thinking to the Jehovah's Witness uh, religion, which apparently, you know, while based on biblical teachings, has, uh, according to the article in the Hollywood Reporter, come under fire for practices such as ousting or shunning members. Who have dissenting views, refusing to participate in politics or government, not celebrating holidays, uh, birthdays or Christmas and for multiple predictions of Armageddon, apparently. So I don't know what angle she's going to, you know, if she's going to question the validity of it, like she did the Church of Scientology or at least highlight um, stories of people within. Yeah, presumably stories of people who feel they have been wronged in some way. And, you know. I think it's it's um, 
I look forward to watching it. I don't have any idea, what you know, what it. angle her her story is going to take. Yeah, but. I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I'm sort of with you, too. I had not heard about this at all. So this is I am like having my first reaction to what this new project is. Um, I, I, I find, I find that choice to be interesting. It's going to be more controversial, certainly, because I don't think that, you know, nobody has argued that Jehovah's Witnesses are on the order of the Church of Scientology up to this point. So maybe it's a more nuanced look. I mean, you could go, uh, I don't want to say go after, but you could, um, you know, highlight the Catholic Church, for example. Mm -hmm. You could highlight all sorts of organized religion, um, where, you know, people have been forced to cut ties with their family or, you know, give money or, you know, all sorts of shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this will be interesting. So explain when this is going to air again. So we've got this another is, season of Scientology in the aftermath. So this will air uh, following season three. I don't know. Are we on season three yet? Because I have not watched. I don't know if it's started yet. Um, but this particular project is going to follow the end of season three. Um, and it's it's not something that will presumably, unless it takes off and becomes a hit, uh, go past this one particular break. Um, it's really um, what it what it tells us is that, you know, she's got a deal. Um, Annie and her have a deal for a first look. So, mm-hmm. you know, they have the option to take anything uh, on an unscripted series that she wants to present to them. And then if they don't, of course, they can go on to somebody else. So this is just like the first of many projects for her. And I would think it's particularly smart because she's so hot right now and has had such a winning track record. I have one that I'd like for her to work on. I would like to suggest one to her. Okay. For a series? For a series. I really, I'm being dead serious here and I know you're probably going to think I'm, you know, But I really do mean this. I think that she has a ton of tenacity Mm -hmm. and she has a, uh, you know, a a no nonsense type of attitude and she has a way of getting stuff done and getting people to listen. I honestly think she should be looking into this R. Kelly business. Mm. I'm dead serious because it's like nobody's paying attention to it. I think too another another avenue she could go down. I mean, I feel like hello uh, Amish people. I would be all right? over that. Uh, whether it's Amish people, there are a bunch of other cults that people don't necessarily know about that are still in existence, and maybe that you know people aren't even using the words cult to describe them, but organizations which um, you know pressure people into doing things that you know other sane rational minded people might not do so you know whether it's different um political organizations for example or i mean i think there's a fertile a lot of fertile territory for her to begin you know bringing light to some of these issues i will say i'm almost i mean i'm i'm cautiously interested in oh sure what what this next series will be about honestly i don't think she's a district i mean i'm not I wouldn't imagine she would be disrespectful in any way to the church. I think she would very likely just highlight things that, you know, because the other thing is maybe people have brought to her things that we're not aware of, and she's going to help bring light to them. One of the biggest benefits of Leah Remini is that she sort of just, she realizes the power of her voice, Mm -hmm. that it is loud and people will listen to her. And so while there are other people in the culture who aren't listened to, she has this wonderful way to break through. Mm -hmm. And so if people are coming to her with things they want to break through, you know, presumably she sees 
some benefit in that. So I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that she's going to have a compelling story. The thing I also have to say that I appreciate so much about Leah Remini is, you know, a decade ago when she was doing King of Queens, mm-hmm. the notion that she'd be winning Emmy Awards for doing this kind of unscripted work on the religion that at the time she was very much a part of, Mm -hmm. like that wasn't even on her radar. So she's done an amazing job of seizing the moment that she found herself in. Yeah. That was kind of, I mean, she was, it wasn't a great position that she found herself in. She went from being a victim to really driving the story. Yeah. Which has to drive, you know, the church of Scientology bonkers Mm -hmm. and frankly anybody that becomes the topic of a show that she's doing i would think would be like okay how can we help you in any way you need because seriously you don't want to be on the bad side of leah remini it's true good for her well that'll be interesting i will look forward to that um speaking about being driven bonkers i was driven bonkers last night i'll tell you this very quickly i have twins they are the exact same age that's how twins work one is a boy one is a girl yeah they play Are they fraternal yes thank you they're not identical Um, they do look a little bit alike, but not Are identical. Are those identical boys and girls? <laughs> I can't even tell you. Um, so the two of them, they both play sports for okay. the same park program. Okay. My son, my boy twin plays baseball. Yeah. And my girl twin plays softball. I have been to my eight-year-old son's baseball games. Okay. Last night I went to my eight-year-old daughter's first softball game. Okay. At my... Eight-year-old son's baseball game, they kind of just play baseball. Don't even get me started. There are no rules. Everybody gets on base. I can't even, I won't even tackle that one right now. We can do that one at a later date. My daughter's game, uh-huh. same rules. Everybody gets on base. No, They don't keep score, blah, blah, blah. But all the girls who are playing the infield have to wear a protective mask. Oh, weird. They Why? Didn't, they didn't have to do that on the boys' team. Okay. Presumably because balls will be falling or flying at their face. I don't. Hey, I don't need a mask for that. Two, three, four. So you're wondering why the girls, why not is the that? boys. And is anybody else? I'm incensed by this. Well, first, we got to find out why. But, yes. But then if it's because just because they are got lady parts, I would assume that on that's... their face. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm saying if the only difference is because one are women and one are men or one are boys and one are girls, then yes, that's a problem. Six five one six four one one oh seven one. Have you seen this phenomenon? Have you seen Do this you... phenomenon of girls wearing masks? I don't think I've ever seen anybody playing baseball or I mean, uh, is it a softball thing? I know that's a dumb question. I don't know. See, I I have the same questions. If you have answers, six five one six four one one oh seven one. Also, if there's a reason I shouldn't be angry, tell me what it is, because I'm angry right now. Uh give us a call. We'll talk about this after the break on my talk one oh seven one. All right, so we're trying to get to the bottom of this. Uh my twins play sports at the same park. My eight-year-old son plays baseball. My eight-year-old daughter plays softball. My eight-year-old son needs no more protection than what is already, you know, offered. A hat, a batting helmet, his glove. That's all. At my daughter's game yesterday, they put little masks on their faces. I thought it was weird. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, I was sort of alarmed by this. I have an older son who also plays baseball. 
They don't wear masks in the infield. Uh, I've never seen this before. This is our first time playing softball. Everybody else seemed like this was totally normal. But I thought, why is this? And nobody really had a great answer at the field. I was going to say, did you ask somebody? I asked a couple people around me. I didn't ask any of the coaches. Um, But I asked the audience. And our audience, as always, is here for us uh, with perhaps some answers. Because I've got opinions. But they're not informed, I guess, because I You're don't just know worried why. That this is a boy-girl thing. Kinda, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm curious about it. Let's go to Emily. Emily's on the line. Hi, Emily. Do you have an answer as to why this is? Colleen, yes. I think, I hate to say it, I'm going to make it worse. Oh, no. <laughs> but uh, no, I don't have an answer other than I have the same thing. I have a daughter playing softball, son playing baseball, daughter's 12, Apparently, there's some rules based on the rec league. My daughter this year does not have to wear the mask, but the team we were playing the other night, they were wearing them in the outfield even. So it's based on certain city rules. And I had a mom say, oh, it's because the girls' faces are prettier than the boys. Okay, that is the problem! Because that's what I said. I said, is it because we have such delicate, beautiful features that they can't be must with? Oh, yeah. my gosh. And Emily. Then I said, no, my kid's face is pretty darn cute, and he wears braces. If he's going to mess up that mouth, I'm paying even more Thank for my you. Thank you. But we're <sighs> playing into everything that we don't want our daughters to be dealing. I'm like, no. Oh, and she Emily, needs to take it in the face just like the boys and learn to catch a ball. I mean, Emily, I seriously, thank you. <laughs> I said to my husband, thank you for your call, Emily. I, I looked to my husband and I go, why are they wearing masks? And he goes, I don't know. And I go, are you not, is this not, are you not, you don't even, you're not, what? And he was like, what? They just have masks on. I was like, no. And I wonder if, and everybody I talked to at our lunch table, the women were all like, what? No. And the men were like, oh, I don't know. Tell me more about this. We've gotten a couple emails and I do want to get back to the phones, but we did get this one from Jill. She said, I don't know the specifics, but I think years ago there was a group of very active parents pushing for more concussion protocols in sports. Yes. From what I understand, the group managed to push through some stronger rules for girls. Not sure why it doesn't apply to boys. Uh, I know in hockey, for instance, a girl can be told that she can't play at all anymore if she's had three concussions or more. I think there was research that they used to get it through that girls' neck muscles are not as strong. Hmm. I will say, too, there was a an email that we got um from Sharon, who says the reason is the softball field is supposedly smaller, so the balls return to the infield more quickly. I guess the question to then ask is, do boys who play softball then wear those masks? Well, I will tell you, adult men who play softball well, don't, wear, never, those, but don't also, wear those masks. I've never worn a helmet either, but for kids, I you know, I mean, they yeah. could have changed something is what I'm saying. If for- Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For example, the boys are playing softball with, you know, with with masks, then okay. But if they're not, then yeah. Why would you need to do it differently? Let's go to Derek. Hi, Derek. What are your thoughts? Hi, Derek. Hey. Yeah, so I, I again, I don't know that I have an answer, but I have a similar story. Um, I've got a niece and nephew back in small town Wisconsin, and my uh, sister had last summer had sent some some video clips over the family text message. And same thing, It's uh, the my niece is actually two years older than my nephew, and they were both playing same league, same weekend, same park and everything. But obviously she's in the girls' league and he's in the boys' league. But even two years older than him, uh, the entire infield and outfield were in masks, and uh, the boys weren't. And, yeah, I asked her about it, and she had no idea. She said, I don't know, all the girls that I see uh, always have the masks on, all the boys don't. And, you know, I, I don't know, the field size might be – marginally different but when the baseball or softball is coming off the bat at 90 or 100 miles an hour i'm not sure that that makes a huge difference yeah Yeah, derek thank you because that was sort of my point it doesn't matter how big the field is what matters is that the ball goes out the ball comes back in the other thing is i wouldn't like to me as a parent which i'm not but if i were in this situation i would think to myself okay so um awesome that you're, you know, treating men and women women differently, and I'm being facetious. But like, presumably, the boys need these masks, right? Right. Like, and they're if the this ones is a that are getting thing, Exactly. If this is a protective thing, uh, then why isn't everybody being protected? Well, you know, it's too bad we don't know anybody who works for the park system. Yeah, we should look into that. I mean, I already sent him a message. <laughs> oh, good. Because I don't curious. know if you know this. My partner actually yeah. works. I mean, you could, you could probably text him. And we could find out. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk to Kate first. Uh, let's talk to Kate. Hi, Kate. Do you know anything about this? Kate? Hi, Kate. Okay, nope. bye, Kate. Kate's too busy getting her mask on. We'll go to Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, uh, oh. do, you, do you know anything about this, Aaron? Yes, Aaron is here. Hi. Um, don't know anything about the face masks. In my league, I've never seen that my kids play in, I've never seen the girls wear face masks in the outfield. But what they do have differently, and the only difference in their uniform, is that the girls in softball wear tank tops. Yep. And the boys don't. Right. I, that, that's, that's nothing to explain about their safety in any way. Yeah, that's weird. They wear pants. Yes. I mean, they don't make them wear skirts. Yep. But I know, they, right? Same in our league. My my sons have short sleeve shirts. My daughter has a tank top. I know. And there could be like boy tank tops, like muscle shirts. I mean, if it's like because they get too hot. Yeah, but, or, or some there girls could be maybe girl don't want to wear. I'm just saying. Have their shoulders out. It's okay. So okay, we're gonna try to get to the bottom of this. But I'm glad to hear that people are talking about it <laughs> when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we're gonna take we're gonna talk about some lord and lady d-bags d-bags on my talk 1071. celebrity 
behaving badly. They seem to do it all the time. They can't quite stop themselves. And so we call them out on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and we call them out by calling them Lord and Lady D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, this is going to ruffle some feathers. Uh-oh. I'm just going to put it out there. And you're welcome to send your emails to Bradley. Uh, or actually, it's Trainer at uh, mytalk1071.com. My douchebag today uh, is for a lady that goes by the name of Tommy Laren. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Who's I don't, Tommy Laren, that's Bradley? That's a good question. I don't really know who she is. But she's uh, she's a beautiful lady. Mm-hmm. And she says some really ugly things. Uh, but that's a different story. That's not what I want to talk about her uh, for. But she came here to Minneapolis because she had... And Holly, remind me, because I know you knew the details of this. She's on the phone. Oh, she's on the phone. Well, mm-hmm. Holly uh, would tell us, presumably, something to the effect that Tommy had... Uh, she spoke, mm-hmm. I think, at the Pantages or the State Theater, one of those things. Because she's one of those just, like, talky people mm-hmm. who's got... She doesn't even really have opinions. She just kind of, like, is mean. And um, people like that. Mm-hmm. Some people mm-hmm. do, so they they pay ticket or they pay money for tickets to mm-hmm. go see her be mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she literally has said some, you know, racist really things, anti-immigrant things. She's just Google it. Okay. Moral of the story: the reason I picked her uh, today is that she has essentially put Minneapolis in the spotlight for all the wrong reasons. Oh, great! Somebody threw water at her mm-hmm. at a at brunch. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you may say to me. Well, shouldn't that, that person be the D-bag? Yeah, well, shouldn't that person be the D-bag, no, Bradley? No, I kind of don't think so. And I know that's an uncomfortable opinion for some people. But I, like, when you are a loud, obnoxious person, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to just take my word for it, she's a loud, obnoxious person. When you are a loud, obnoxious person who pushes people to the limit and then they actually react, I don't have much sympathy for you. That's a separate issue. At the end of the day... She sort of uses her own, um, uh, she almost turns herself into a victim when things like this happen. Mm-hmm. She will say things that are uncomfortable and people will react to that. And then she will go, look at poor me. I'm, you know, people are reacting to the things I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And while I'm not saying, I'm not judging other people's behavior. I'm not saying what people should or shouldn't do. Don't come to our city with your loud, obnoxious words and throw, you know, negative energy into a space and then be shocked and surprised when you're met with some negative reaction as a result. And then and then say some obnoxious and and hateful things about the people. Yeah. And then to to then use that Mm -hmm. in the furtherance of your own image, Mm -hmm. which she then went on television and talked about her embarrassing horrible time in minneapolis and then everybody's like oh minneapolis um that just makes us look bad for no reason like we were the victim of you showing up in town like (laughs) it could have been you know she could have gone anywhere and gotten that type of behavior Mm -hmm. and frankly i'm surprised that you know she hasn't that people well that worse hasn't happened to her because of some of the things she said i'm not saying people should do that Mm -hmm. again i I don't want to make it about that but no, and you make a good point. Like if you if you are a, a person who is willing to use your very loud voice, n- not just meaning the volume of your voice, but she's got platforms yeah. upon which to uh, amplify that voice. Uh, and you're going to say things about 
certain types of people, certain beliefs of people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. When you are then among, when you find yourself among those people, you don't, you should not be surprised that there will be a reaction yeah, from those people. If you go out people. into the street and yell, you know, horrible things, yes. people are going to respond to you. Yeah. And you have to understand, you know, it's so funny to me because in this particular story, you'll see a lot of people treating her like a victim. But I guarantee you that if um, if if the situation was different, people would be saying you get what you you put out there or you reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. If it was somebody they didn't agree with, because a lot of this is, you know, political. And so people who are on the side of uh, Tommy Laren's political beliefs are saying, oh, my God, horrible things happen. People shouldn't do that. Um, and then some other people who are just nice people in Minneapolis who want to be like, we don't do things like that, are mm-hmm. going to come to her defense and stuff like that. But for the most part, if if it were any other situation where it was somebody you didn't agree with mm-hmm. and they went out into the street and hurled um, hateful things to people, um, you would and something happened in return, you mm-hmm. would say, well, frankly, you deserved it because, you know, you put yourself you, out there. Yeah, exactly. And I just feel like if you're an adult you are responsible for the words that come out of your mouth and those words can have incredible actions. Exactly. So at the end of the day, don't come to our city and light a fire and yell fire in a crowded theater and not expect people, you know, to throw water at you because you're on fire. To try to put the fire out. Yes. Okay. Also, I just think it's kind of funny, but anyway. Wait, what do you think is funny? Nothing. I'm going to sip my tea. Sip your tea. Mm, Delicious. Um... I would like to name a movie my D-bag today. A whole movie. Oh, wait. Do you want, before you get to this, can I give you a response? Yeah, because I got one, too. So I bet it's the same one. So you, in the last segment, Mm -hmm. were, uh, were talking about this rule where your daughter has to wear a mask in softball. Your son does not. They're both about the same age. In baseball. Mm -hmm. And so I told you, if only we knew somebody that worked for the park system. Mm Mm-hmm. And we do know someone, mm-hmm. and he has responded. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what did he respond to you? I, I don't, will, I don't I, want to put words here's what I will read. in his mouth. Uh, wait, can I read this? I don't, I don't know. know. He, You know what? I'm not going to. All I'm going to say is he's, he's working in, on to he's, it. He's <laughs> I know. As wow, I was great about to, update, guys. As I, I'm You're sorry. Welcome. As I was reading it, mm-hmm. I thought to myself, maybe he doesn't want me to share that yeah. out loud. Let's so, just put it this way. I threw water on that rule. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So if that rule were Tommy Laren, <laughs> you would throw water on it. I would throw water it, on it. And it would be, that would not be good. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So I'm naming an entire movie my D-bag. And that movie is a movie called Show Dogs. Have you heard about this? Okay, the the movie Show Dogs is getting a lot of attention and not in a good way from the National Center on Sexual Exploitation. This is a cartoon style movie about show dogs and it stars some people that you know like Ludacris, Will Arnett, etc. Are, are you having a fever dream? No, go this with me. So no, weird. you guys go with me on this cuz this is very interesting. Um and like I said, the National Center on Sexual Exploitation is speaking out about this movie. Because of what? Go with me. Because of a certain scene, I'm going to tell you about the scene. In this scene, a dog's a do- one of the dog characters has to have his private parts inspected. Uh, the dog, because it's an anthropomorphic, I can't say that word. Anthropomorphic. Yeah, dog is uncomfortable and wants this practice to stop, and uh, and but then is told to go to a Zen place. 
where there are flowers and, and, you know, in a meadow so that he can relax while his private parts are inspected. Okay. Okay? Well, as I said, what did I say? The National Center on Sexual Exploitation is speaking out about this because this is a show for children, movie for children. And they say that, uh, that this film, Though it is actually accurate to what happens in dog shows, the dog is rewarded with advancing to the final round of the dog show after passing this barrier. These are similar tactics that child abusers use when they're grooming children, telling them to pretend that they are someone else and they will get a reward for withstanding their discomfort. Right? So this is causing all kinds of controversy. Now, again, the NCOSE says children's movies need to be held to a higher standard and they have to teach Children, the bodily autonomy uh, and the ability to say no and safety and not confusing messages and endorsing this kind of unwanted touching. Well, the show dogs people are saying, no, but this is totally consistent. And it's supposed to be funny and it was done tongue in cheek. And if you can't handle that, you know, people should realize this- that these things are funny Ha ha ha! Is this the move? Is this a movie like that teddy bear thing with the guy with the rude teddy bear? No, Ted. Uh, yeah, you mean, I'm, uh, I'm just saying, like it's it's you know no, where the the non humans are being gross. No, this is actually a, mo- a movie for that is that is targeting children. Oh, yeah, this Ooh. is like a movie. The dogs talk. They have feelings. They talk to so each other. So it's like other. a kids' movie, and yeah. they're sexually assaulting animals. Essentially, okay. essentially, not your best choice, right? Um, now, what's interesting? This is the part that I find really interesting. The person who wrote the movie, Max Botkin, he's the person who is um, named as the writer on the movie. He wrote the original script. After the original script was written, about twelve or thirteen other writers. Uh, sort of had their way with the script. And he says, I did not write this. I did not write this scene at all. Um, he said, I didn't see the film until it was in its final stage. I had zero say in creative choices the second I signed away the rights to my work. And But then he goes on to say, I condemn any suggestion of uh, or act of non-consensual touching in any form. So he's basically speaking out and saying, "I this is not cool at all. This is not was not in the movie that I wrote. Um, where the people who have made this movie are standing firm, Global Road Entertainment, uh, they they say they apologize to any parent who feels the scene sends a message other than a comedic moment in the film, but there's no hidden or uh, uh, ulterior meaning. Mm-hmm. And they respect the right to react to the content, but they're not going to make any changes to the con- oh, content. Oh. Okay. Because presumably that that's just going to re- that's going to translate into one of two things, either a lot of people going to see it because there's a hullabaloo or more likely because it's a bizarre movie that I can't even imagine there's an audience for people like I want to go see that dog movie where they fondle his bits. Well, I can tell you that Global Road Entertainment's website features a short clip of the Rottweiler getting what looks to be a bikini wax featured right there on the front. I mean, who, this website. is ill-advised. Also, do you have you met 2018 yet? Global Roads Entertainment. Also, have you, have you had you met, your eyes open at have any you point? Met 2000. I mean, bikini right. wax. Thank you. On a Rottweiler, no less. I mean, I, mean, I would do a poodle because you know they got a lot of hair. Okay. That, out of context, did not sound right. You were talking about the bikini wax. Thank you. When we come back... No, I was talking about the poodle having a lot of hair. On the Colleen and Bradley show. 
It's about time for the Throwback Live at 145. Stay tuned. See who wins today on My Talk 107. It's 145, and that can only mean one thing on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and it's time for the Throwback Live. I feel the need, the need for speed. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. I love the smell of night pump in the morning. Oh, righty then. It's Throwback Live. Oh, you betcha, yeah. At 145. Go ahead. Make my day. Here's Holly Roberts. Happy Hump Day. Whoa! Humpies. That's true. It's time for the Throwback Live at 145. Here's how the... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Game Works will play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the throwback live at 145. Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names. Bradley Trainer. Oh, you did. That was first. Oh, he was first. <laughs> now, Colleen, you have in your possession the tally sheet of total victories Wise, in the throwback all live. Of them. Oh, I where do. Where do we stand right now? Thank you for asking. <laughs> Okay, I haven't, we haven't even started playing oh, yet. Oh, sorry. I'm you sorry. Might, I'm just like, I got to get in the game. You're Bradley, you might win today. I know. I'm so excited. You're pre-rude. Okay. Bradley Trainer so is rude. indeed the reigning champ with 27 total throwback live wins. Yes, and 27 weeks. And nope, that is actually camp. not Camping how it juror. works. Just 27 games. Uh, so we play it five times a week. Uh, and I, Colleen Lindstrom, have won 26. Barely. Total. There were a couple of those that are, oof, I mean, really. I'm just saying. Nobody cares. A win is a win. Thank you. All right. Let's move on to see who wins today's Throwback Life at 145. Here's our first vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen Bradley, identify this wonderful moment. Can you fly this plane? Colleen. Bradley Trainer. Colleen. Ah! That is from Airplane. That is uh, Leslie Nielsen. Just say Airplane. Shirley. You can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Exactly. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. That was our first vintage pop Whatever. culture audio mm. clip. Come on, move back. We're going to move on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen Bradley, please identify this wonderful moment. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is Gollum from Lord of the Rings. My precious, precious. Little known fact, Bradley also, when he looks at himself in the mirror, does that. Rude. Ooh. Hello, Colleen Let's Lindstrom. Let's not start on your face. Mm, okay. Oh, 
All right, Bradley, you just got that point in the throwback live at 145. Colleen Lindstrom, you also have one point. The game is currently tied at one to one. Now, here is your third vintage pop culture audio clip. Please identify this. Colleen. Colleen. That is open to Will and Grace. No. Oh, shocker. Play the clip. Oh, now I hate myself. I know what it is. Oh, I'm so mad at myself. Hmm. Oh, God, there's two things I want to say. Oh, really? You're stumped, Bradley. I thought you were just playing that Me out too. for dramatic oh. effect. Me too. Is that so the nanny? What did you say, Bradley? The nanny? No. Mad about you? You guys are sad. Oh, God, is that Modern it? Family? What? What? Oh, I love how you. Oh, it's lo- curb your enthusiasm. Shut up, Colleen. Are you oh my God. serious? <laughs> I love how you are so it's judgmental and you know nothing of you, what you speak. What? What? Oh what was it? Gosh, you guys! It was. Wait, the- hold on. Play it again. Oh my play God! Again. I don't. Can, no, don't I don't want to hear it again. Tell me. You don't even deserve to no, play I'm the mad. rest of the Why? game. What is it? Here, I'm going to play my it head for hurts. you. Everyone is shouting at their radio right now. Seinfeld? I don't know. Angry tweet Colleen and Bradley if you know what this is. It's the theme to Sex in the City. Oh, Oh, no! Oh, my gosh! I hate my life! Yeah, you should. You should, basically, because you gave about six wrong answers. As did you. And what I loved about that entire experience is she was like, oh, God, you're so stupid. It's clearly blank. I was so sure it was Modern Family after I said it. Oh, 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 no, it's clearly blank. (laughs) You guys that both sucked, get one of these. man. We were horrible. That, that, that stinkers. Truly, that was a stinkers. horrible, horrible. We don't deserve this. That was awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. We should just leave. You, win today. you know what? Can somebody else finish the show? We are. We should. We As, should just like go take a nap. Essentially, yes. Aww. But we shan't be doing that because we're going to move on shan't. to our fourth vintage pop culture okay. audio clip. Now, Colleen Lindstrom has one point. Bradley Trainer also has one point. The nanny. I know. I was like, that. there's words oh, and, to that one. Is there? Oh, that's because she's like... Something like I that. I thought it was mad about you, and then I was like, maybe it's nanny. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hi, yeah, yeah. Here's your fourth vintage pop culture <gasps> audio clip. What's the matter? Oh, I have a headache. It might be a tumor. Colleen. Not- Colleen. That is kindergarten cop. It's oh not God, a tumor. How do you know? Not that? a tumor. It's not a oh, tumor. Oh, that I would know. Yeah. No. My dad's a gynecologist. My boys have penises and girls have vaginas. That's right, Colleen Lindstrom. All right, now you have two yes. points in the throwback live at 145. Bradley, you have one point. So if right. you guess this fifth vintage pop oh, culture come audio on, hurry correctly, up. you will be tied. And then we'll have to move on to our tiebreaker. But here is your fifth Vintage pop culture audio clip coming at you. Colo terrorista. Colleen, that's the Harlem Shake. What the heck is that? Yes. What the heck is the Harlem Shake? The kids lean back and they do this thing. I have no idea. How am I supposed to know? I won, I won, I won, I won, I won, I won, I won. You won on music again. How many times do I have to tell you? Every time there is a musical clip, you will win. What did I win, Holly? What did I win today? Colleen Lindstrom, you just won a new 
AM FM stereo cassette player. Thank you. I'm You're so welcome. excited. Now I have something to play all my mixtapes in. That's right. Now to... Uh, Can't win them all. The Harlem Shake was more of a internet meme yeah. than anything. Who knows these things? I don't know. these. I have a life. No, actually, what's so weird about that is, like, the Harlem Shake is... Is that a meme? It's is a that meme. a song? How am I supposed well, to know this? The music goes along with the meme. I don't know. I, of all of us, I would think you would have oh, like, been no, on I that. Oh, I know the Harlem Shake. You know what I know? I know the most important thing, which is... In terms of total wins for the it's Throwback Live at once, 145, we are now tied yeah. at 27. So I can remove this title that says reigning champ. I have one arm tied behind my back. Do you? I do. Do you? I do. Is it is it in your ears as well? Yeah. Because you couldn't hear that? No, I'm just saying. <sighs> I know it's We're tied true. now. <sighs> it feels good. Thanks for asking, you guys. It feels really good. Lies! We'll do that again tomorrow. See if I can't take the lead. And the throwback live at 145. Again, we do it every day at 145. That's what's called the throwback live at 145. And when we come back, I've never heard of this Tommy Westfall multiverse. Bradley's going to educate me on this after this. Yeah, it ain't no Harlem shuffle. Sorry. It's a shake. Whatever. Electric slide. Bye. Chicken dance.